Welcome to Lauren and Maddie's Magical Mystery Hour, the podcast where two curious souls delve into the enchanting world of whimsical topics, all while embracing a relaxed, elevated state of mind. I'm Lauren. And I'm Maddie. And here on this mystical auditory adventure, we aim to unlock the hidden wonders of the universe, exploring the bizarre, the fantastical, and the peculiar with open minds and an insatiable sense of wonder. Each episode, one of us will research a topic of our choice and lead the discussion while the other person vibes along for the ride. And wait, there's one more twist. As these stories unfold, we'll be enjoying the company of our favorite herbal friend, Mary Jane. So get your favorite herbal companions ready, sit back, and let the magical mystery hour begin. Oh, girly. All right. Are you ready? Oh, I know. I am. Are I'm you like, ready? I'm so, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I feel like it's always the hardest starting because I'm like, we've already been chit chatting. I know. (laughs) And I'm like, do I, is this our intro or is like, am I going to cut this out? We're going to find out. I feel like this is a cute little way to start it. I'm liking it. Right. We could go really like free form, really get like fun and fresh with it. Freestyle a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I feel like that is a, is a format you see people do where they just kind of like flow in and it's just conversation. And I'm like, you just arrived to the party kind of vibe, you know? Yeah. All right, Maddie. So <sighs> Back I... Back at it. I don't know anything. And this is, like, this is the first time we're doing this where I don't know. Like, we're, we we are genuinely surprising each other. and In the dark, yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, really nervous and excited and just, like... It's also nice to have a, a, a week off from doing it because... Right? It was... It was a, a little break. It was a lot of work. But it was, like, I don't know. It was, it's a lot, it's a different, it's fun, it's fun but it's different. Yeah, no, I agree. Cause I feel like I am doing like a little bit of like a, a book report assignment again Ooh. in a way, you know, yeah. like back to like my, my schooling days, 100%. but it's like a fun thing because I get to pick what it's about. Exactly. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's perfect. And like, I've always been a bit of an, uh, a school, a school nerd. Yeah. So I don't mind doing a little book report, you know? No, this yeah, is going to be great. Now you get to just sit back, <laughs> enjoy the enjoy the ride. Ooh la la. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I didn't ask you how you are yet. It's how okay. Well, I'm fine. It's fine. You don't have okay, to ask good. me how I am. I mean, Fair you already enough. know how I am. I I'm like, great. How are you? Well. I'm pretty good, too. <laughs> you know, in the grand scheme of things vibing exactly and we're feeling good yeah. we both took edibles and they're hitting us right really fucking hard right, right now where it needs to hit right now i'm actually yeah. like i'm i'm like high in the best way like my i feel so good oh perfect i love that yeah what a good way to set the vibes for oh. the, the whole episode dude honestly because uh you know, I yeah. yeah, I just I'm excited to tell you this one because so, I mean, one, I even, because it's a surprise. Yeah, and I just feel like got so excited when I found out about this because this is brand new to me. Okay. I've never heard about it before. Oh my god! And ironically, we are back in Eastern Canada. <gasps> Didn't mean to do that. Okay, but I stumbled upon this when I was looking for spooky Canada, and Ooh. this came up. And I was like, mm, that is actually wonderful. Yeah. So, well, I mean, maybe not wonderful, but like it's spooky and it's ooky and it's dooky. Honestly, pretty <laughs> lighthearted because I'm like, as far as we know, no actual like death around it really, which mm. is kind of nice, you know? Okay. And I'm going to read you a little passage <gasps> from a book 
because girl, I read a book. <laughs> and this is just to set the mood. <laughs> she read it in a book. Read it in a book. She's so read it in a motherfucking a, book. It's just a Period. quote or, um, you know, an excerpt from... I won't give you the title because that'll give it away. Oh, okay. Who, I really want to feel like that? feed the dramatics. Who's the but author? This is by uh, Roland H. Sherwood. Shut up. Published 1975. What a fucking name. Right? And a middle initial always adds a little spice. It's so spicy. And Roland? Come on now. Roland. He's rolling. Rowley. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I yeah, he really he really weaved a tale. Ooh. And I'm gonna I'm going to weave it right back to you. Oh, my God. Okay. So to set the stage here, I'm going to read you this quote. As far as the eye can see, there's nothing but blackness. The dead blackness of the night and the sea. Suddenly, far out, seemingly on the rim of the world, the velvet murk is pricked with a pinpoint of light. The waves beat the shore with the unseen hand of fear, and tall black spruce whisper of the terror that rides the wind. Oh my god. Out of the dark, the pinpoint of light grows to a ball of fire that rises and falls with the surge of the sea. The rain pelts down, striking the sand and rock, sounding as if unseen feet are aboard the midnight shore. Whoa. And there, in the murk, where the sea and the sky are one, the unknown light grows in size and intensity, suddenly stopping with a burst and the full fury of the midnight sea and the phantom ship, fully aflame, rides the waters of the Northumberland Strait. Are we doing ghost ships? Girly, this is the tale of the phantom ship of the Northumberland Strait. <laughs> so that long-ass fucking quote, was just me being dramatic no, to but tell you. I'm so excited. Can I tell you? I'm fucking obsessed with all that shit. I love a ghost ship. Okay. Fab. So okay. after that brief intermission, because that quote just took the life out of me. <laughs> we have we to, can... to pause. pause. It was just, you know, that's a, it's, a, it's a lot of reading at this point. Sure, you know, it sure is. It's a struggle. Okay, so ghost ships, I'm so, I'm like, so excited. I love a ghost ship. I think ghost ships are amazing. Like, in the the sense that, like, there's so much to it. No, literally, though, because, like, the sea itself, scary as shit. Like, the open ocean, terrifying. And then, like, the fact that, like, Canada even has a ghost ship, which apparently we have multiple. Which, oh, several. Some of which could be all of the same. Which we'll get into. <sighs> Wait, but, what? Like it traverses the country? Well, not so much like the country, more so just like this area of water. <laughs> that Lord. like there's been like several different storylines, you know? It's, it's been spotted in the prairies. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that was once filled with water, wasn't it? Eons ago. <laughs> the desert. Yeah, like the desert yeah. and stuff. Used to be the ocean floor. The dry, the dry desert. Or a lake floor. (laughs) I think so. Isn't that what Burning Man is? You know, a dried up lake bed. I've been seeing a lot of that stuff online and I'm like, this is ridiculous. We've been, you know, talking about rich people doing things that are going to just put them at risk of danger for no reason other than entertainment. 
Burning Man. Literally. Insane. I feel like this has been a theme through our episodes. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So back to ghost ships, though. (laughs) Sorry. Tangent. (laughs) Number one of the episode. (laughs) I know. I feel like at some point we're going to have to, like, look into a a sort of rich people doing stupid things episode. Girl, that could be a whole other podcast onto itself. (laughs) Literally, the amount of shit. <laughs> Maybe that'll be our season two because we're oh, on season one fun. right now. A little uh, spinoff. <laughs> but yeah, Dude. so back to season one, episode three. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> um, basically, yeah, ghost ships. I was like, one, didn't realize Canada had a ghost ship, if not multiple. Yeah. Yeah. Two, just what a perfect combination of like the spookiness of like the actual terrifying realities of the open ocean mm. and like the actual terrifying realities of ghosts potentially <laughs> 100% and 100%. again didn't mean to be back in eastern canada but here we are so the cuz the northumberland street right i'm like apparently a lot of spooky shit happening over here and Hell yeah. it's actually not far from, not to like just give away my location, but like not far from me. Um, <laughs> oh my God. But, okay. Well, like, it's a very large area. So it's like the Northumberland Strait is where this specific ghost ship mm. has been seen and is like known to be seen. And may I this look is that like, up on, an, on a map? Yeah, get yourself a visual. It is a really big country. Oh my gosh. Is there more than one Northumberland Strait? Is that over your No, I just, in my map, I really had to scroll to get Are, are you there. zooming in to the specific area? I'm on from... Apple Maps right now. So yeah. it is, it is quite a big area that we're covering Large. here. And that's why like these stories, I'm going to be, you're getting like a full range of kind of like different stories off of the same story, you know? Oh my God. As any good ghost story goes, it should have wild deviations. And oh. we're going to get some. <laughs> so, <Yo>. <laughs> so again, Northumberland Strait, big body of water, very rough water, like not for a, a land dweller like us. You'd need to be a sea adapted, you know, like a good. Oh, you got to have your sea legs, sonny. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, not for the, um, I don't know. I don't know a word for people not who for aren't good at seafarers. Not for the faint of heart. Yes, not for the faint of heart. Thank you. And yeah, if you wanted to go try and see this specific ghost ship, Mm. apparently some people say it's like only happening one time a year, one like specific time of the range of year, you know, season. That's the word I'm looking for. Right. (laughs) And (laughs) this is maybe not the case because apparently... I say reliable in air quote witnesses, potentially reliable witnesses have seen it throughout the year with no real specific timing. The only thing that's kind of like throughout all stories is that it's typically appears when there's a storm coming and it typically appears to people when they're not expecting it. So most people are like, I was a skeptic and then I saw it when I least expected it. And that's how you know they're reliable. (laughs) And, and they have to have that accent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least you expected it. I feel like anyone telling like a tale just has to have a fun accent, you know? Oh, 100%. 100%. 
anyone weaving a yarn. Weaving a and, little yarn? Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, like any good tale, this is supposed to be a warning. <laughs> so if there's going to be a storm, you're going to see maybe a ghost ship. And this, <gasps> a little bit of storm facts. Did you know that there's a storm called the Nor'easter? Right? I was like, the that's Nor'easter. Fun. That's like it's such a, a, a seafaring name. I think it's a combination of the words north and easter. Yes. So it's like the northeastern storm. It's the northeastern. Because that's where the winds yeah. come from, the northeast. And that's where the like, winds blow down. Right? I, I felt feel like, like I such need to a sing sailor. A, I feel like I need to sing a sea shanty. <gasps> oh, you know, something fun about living on the East Coast that I did not realize as someone who did not live on the East Coast before. Mm. People really actually do sing sea shanties. Stop. Like uh, in a beautiful. bar. As a group oh. that you can just have a little jaunt to, you know? That's gorge. Quite magical, I, I would love, say. Like, I love like a, just a, just a, I was going to use the word girthy. <laughs> a a girth, sturdy sea shanty. A sturdy sea shanty. I like one that I can just like slap my knee to, you know? Oh, yeah. I, I agree. You know, something you can really get like a little, a little stomp going to. Oh, yeah. Like a good like. Good one-two step. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, if if this storm was a sea shanty, I think that's what it would be. A good, oh, like, one-two stepper. Step. Because yeah. it's, you know, it has its own name. It's strong. <laughs> she is it has an apostrophe dirty. in the middle of the word. I feel like that's Stop. kind of fun fresh. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Okay. And so basically this... Like, if you want to experience high winds as well as maybe a ghost ship, go during mm-hmm. storm season. So it's like September to April, wide window. But apparently wow. this is the time, the best time to see it. Yeah. So, yeah. And That's like half the year. <laughs> right? I'm like, just stand on the shore for half a year. At any you time. will become like the ghost of the shore instead. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, that'd be kind of fun. Imagine a haunting that was caused by a haunting. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you get what I mean, though? Oh, my God, yeah. But uh, we kind of actually have a little bit of, like, um, I, I'm not going to spoil it. We'll get there. But, like, there is a okay, little okay, bit okay. of, like, a, a story in a story. A ghost within a ghost, oh, if you will. Shit. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Like rushing nesting dolls, but ghosts. So. That's scary. In order to get there, I'll tell you some of the early history here. Thank you. So our first recorded sighting by, like, white people colonizers. We don't really know if this was, like, a thing before that, but we can kind of assume that it was, like, a a colonial concept that kind of, like, this specific story. Um, right. The first kind of, like reported thing recorded like sighting was in 1880 but Mm. again like with any good ghost story we have lots of variations because other sources say that the earliest sighting could have been in 1786 and while i couldn't find a specific like story about the 1880s version which i was like Mm -hmm. that's kind of suspicious because there's like it just says that that was the first recorded sighting but then you can't actually find the first record you know what i mean oh weird whereas 
1786 version, apparently, um, the, or this sighting was from the Sea Cowhead Lighthouse. Whoa. Try saying that 10 times fast. Sea Cowhead? Sea Cowhead Lighthouse. Holy cow. Sea Cow. Ah! Head. Holy Sea Cow. <laughs> Holy Sea Cow. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> the Jesus of sea cows. <laughs> oh, Wait, yeah. it's Jesus sea cow? Oh no, because no, I said, said holy sea cow. Okay. Oh my god. Yeah, so. <laughs> well, it is the Holy Ghost and it is a ghost ship, so. Oh, say it. So many layers to the Catholic drama. I cracked the code. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my God! But no. So sorry. No, I'm the Sea this. Cowhead Lighthouse, mm. which I hope there's sea cows near the Sea Cowhead Lighthouse. Um, <laughs> this is where the first sighting happened when okay. the lighthouse keeper noticed a three mask mast. That's going to be hard to say. Masted like. Mast pa- past tense. <laughs> it's like yacht. It's not really a word. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, let me try that again. Okay. <laughs> the, light- <laughs> the lighthouse keeper noticed a three masted schooner, which is a type of boat. Like an old old school boat. Imagine okay, like the I, Pirates of the schooner. Caribbean type of like yeah. boat with the three sails. Oh. And there's maybe a little basket up there. That's definitely dirty. some cannonballs. Yeah. Yeah. And this schooner was in the strait, and apparently the lighthouse keeper saw it fighting against the nor'easter winds from the northeast. And as <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> As the ship got closer to the lighthouse and the shoreline where it's, like, dangerous, you know? Yeah. Um, all of a sudden turned around and was lost from sight and not seen again. And so, here's my quarrel with this story. Mm-hmm. Massive deviation from the rest of the stories because <laughs> this ghost ship is known for being flaming. It is on fire. Like, that is its selling point. How? Uh, well, oh. that's a good question. <laughs> we might have an answer. There's theories. But, you know, that's where it's like the the light on the sea, kind of whatever, the fireball, whatever the passage said at the beginning. It's known to be on fire. And mm. this first sighting, I'm like, maybe this was just a random boat that just came towards the lighthouse and then turned around. Do we know why it got set on fire? Well... I will be telling you about that. There's some theories. Okay. We don't okay. really know for sure because it's like, we don't actually know if this is even really a ghost ship, you know? It's all, mm. it's all uh, a little bit like speculative, you know? Okay. A little bit of speculative. We can let fiction. our imaginations run wild a little bit here because okay. it is all kind of up for debate, you know? Right. It's that the magic of the other side because no one really knows, Ooh, you know? Lily. <laughs> <laughs> Lily, so I don't even know why I said that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, basically we can't even confirm when it was first seen because mm. I really do think the seventeen eighty six version 
of the story is just a, a random boat because it wasn't on fire. And I was like, oh, bro, like that's its whole thing, you know? That's its, Unless that's its that was shtick. like the boat that got sank. Right. Right? So who knows? Maybe that's what it, they were trying to get across here. I'm not yeah. 100% sure. But anyway, if you were to see this boat, this ghost ship, mm-hmm. it's mostly, like, most commonly described as a three-masted square rigger, which is, I guess, a type of boat, or a schooner. Okay. I'm not an, a, a boat expert, You're not a, a mariner. lady. I'm not a, a mariner. A mariner. <gasps> <laughs> not a seaman. I'm not. You know, I want to see so, here, please. No, I really am you. not a. I'm not up to date on my boat terminology, so I apologize mm. for that. But got you, all good. All I know is it has three sails, and it's on fire, and um, mm. basically just like a flame. The entire boat is seen as being on fire. You know, smoke and all the all that good stuff. Um, Does it make some any stories? Pardon. Does it make any noises? Oh, I'm glad you ask because ah! <laughs> there are some stories in which people say that they hear uh, cannon fire before they see the ship. So they'll hear like a cannonball go off and then it's like <gasps> fire. And that is that has been claimed. Other people have said, and I'm like, hmm, someone's really weaving this tale because other people have said that they heard people screaming and jumping overboard. And I was like, Whoa. first of all, only like two stories had that. That's and I scary, was like, though. someone is pulling the dramatics, you know? <laughs> that just feels a little bit like, I don't know. I, I guess obviously really if it scary. was on fire. But yeah, like that would be terrifying. Because this is the thing, like some of these sightings are so like, like real. Like people think it's a boat so truly that like there have been rescue attempts. Mm. And there's nothing to rescue. Oh. Yeah. I like that. That's so, spooky ooky. And another spooky thing where I'm like, ooh, there's something so chilling about this is that it's most commonly um, seen on nights that are windless and like calm, which is like really, I guess, uncommon for this body of water. And oh. so oftentimes it'll be like the silence and then it's like ooh. all of a sudden. So this, again, variations, because you could have a cannonball. You could have screaming people just on fire. Or you could have calm, quiet. You know? There's a bit of a a variety. It's kind of, I guess, a choose-your-own-adventure. So some of the, like, origins of where this, like, story has come from and, like, what people expect of this story, if, you know, you're sitting around the campfire telling what you saw on the water that night, right. it's probably going to be a bit of variation from place to place. Because, again, like, mm-hmm. this is going from three provinces, a lot of different communities and stuff. And it is, like, right. an old, old story, like, at least since the 1880s, maybe oh, wow. before, maybe after, but a long time, right? Yeah. And so... um the one story that I heard a lot, which, to be honest, it's sad, but I kind of love it because it's, like, kind of <laughs> hilarious at the same time. But It's sad, but I love it. It is. Well, you know, because I'm, like, on the down low, this probably didn't happen. So it's, I don't feel too bad oh. about it, you know? Okay. Yeah. Okay, got you. But <laughs> some say... <laughs> 
the ghost ship uh, that people see was a pleasure craft, which I don't really know. When I think pleasure craft, I think like a skidoo, not like a boat with sails that is wind powered. You know. Well, it's like it's like a cruise ship, like a like a yacht. Yeah, I guess it's just not like a a battleship. You know. It's yeah. It's it's for it's just to sail around. Yeah, just I guess sailing. so. I guess just. Just for a, a pleasure away, ride, I guess. Sail away, sail away. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Thank oh you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so this specific <laughs> boat <laughs> did yes. not sail away because um, apparently it caught fire during a drunken brawl in the captain's oh cabin that caused um, a lamp, like when an old kind of oil lamp, to get knocked over right. and set the ship on fire. And so in this version, yeah, so in this version, the ship that was just, like, people out having a good time, they got a little too drunk, started a (gasps) fire, and it all went down from there. And so in this version, everyone on the ship dies, which is, like, why I was like, oh, that's actually really sad. Oh, my God. Yeah, everyone dies, and now the ship reappears as a warning to those traveling on the strait to, like, not get too rowdy, you know, be responsible. Don't drink Don't and boat. Drink. Yeah, you know, drinking and Don't boating drink. is just as dangerous as drinking and driving. Wow. And, and when did these? Ref- when did that start? Giving so circular? again, this story I couldn't find a date for because it's kind of like a a legend, I guess, for this like just one of the legends, you know. Um, <laughs> there is potentially a date or like at least a timeline. Because one version of this story, which is kind of, I guess, an offshoot of this specific thinking, which I think you're going to appreciate, is that mm-hmm. this specific boat that was caught on fire was being captained by a pirate <gasps> named Captain Kidd. <laughs> and oh. this was actually a real person. Um, I've heard I'm of pretty this sure. person. Yeah, I've and he was executed person. for piracy in 1701. And his execution was apparently highly debated because people didn't think he was actually a piracy, uh, a piracy, <laughs> didn't think he was actually a pirate or like Whoa. needed to be executed. So uh, I would say quite a figure for his time, you know, I just have to say this also was like, I was like, this is just such a nice segue into spooky season because like, mm. maybe this is not spooky to everyone, but Pirates of the Caribbean <laughs> as a child terrified me. Really? Oh, I used to be so afraid of the one movie with the, <sighs> the people in the walls, remember? Oh, like the sea people? Like they were covered in barnacles and stuff? Yeah, and they were like a part of yeah. the ship. That used Dead to be really scary. Dead man's chest. Yeah. It's dead man's chest. Yeah, remember terrified. Remember you, you and I watched uh, the trilogy? Yeah. The, one, two, and three when I was in... Uh, the east coast and they're you. so like watching them now love it like they're so good so you know parts of the caribbean i don't know if they had a flaming ship is that no no maybe some ships burned but not as, as a reoccurring character yes. um <laughs> <laughs> but so yeah so there could be a link to piracy in mm. this story Potentially. And you said you knew Captain Kidd. What is your uh, familiarity with Captain well, Kidd? Where, where did he roam? Um, <laughs> you know, let me look this up. Let me do a quick zoom. <laughs> because I've been on a lot of ghost tours in my life, and I've been on a lot of ghost tours in 
various locations I would say almost around the world. I've been in oh on God. ghost tours in Paris and London and Scotland. <gasps> a um, traveler. And I've been like e- all the East Coast. I've done a ghost tour in of Canada. I've done ghost tours in Boston, New York, Cleveland. Ooh, uh, Ohio ghosts. Ch- yeah, Toronto, Montreal. Oh, no, not Montreal. Well, I feel no, like a maybe. lot of ghosts in Montreal, though, I bet. Well, I've, oh, you know, I've done them in Quebec City for sure. You know, they say that, like, water is, like, a, a spiritual, like, amplifier. And I feel like a lot of yeah. these, like, coastal areas have a lot of spooky stuff going on. But oh, I think 100%. that's also because, like, a lot of history happens, like, in coast because people usually, like, congregate there. But, like, yeah, it, it, it tends to be some spooky shit. So I, oh, you know what, Maddie? What's that? You know what? Okay, I think I've heard this story. I think I've heard the story of this ghost ship because I've been on ghost tours in Fredericton. I've been on oh, ghost tours in um, in PEI. I've been on ghost tours in Halifax. A hundred, like I've been on okay. two ghost tours in Halifax. Well, maybe that's so why you I, know the captain. I probably, name. I probably have heard the ghost ship story before. Yeah, it sounds very familiar to me. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I actually love that. Like, what a wealth of knowledge you are in the oh. ghost world. <laughs> I come from a long line of ghost believing people. My mom's Ugh. birth mom is like big into ghosts, totally believes in ghosts. My mom believes in ghosts. I believe in ghosts. We're just three generations of ghost believing gals. And you know, I feel like there's something to that in the sense of like being raised in an environment that's open to like the idea of that just makes you open to the idea of that and like probably makes it easier to like have those kinds of experiences like for yourself too, you know? Yeah. Like, what a time, dude. So, Captain Kidd, who I love that you're like, I am aware of this person because... Dude, he's legendary. Like, literally, yeah, what a fun trivia fact. Like, so I had never heard of Captain Kidd because I'm just not well-versed in the pirateering world, you know? Um, But, yeah, there was, like, definitely some, you know controversy about mr kid captain mm. kid sorry oh his his execution right yes so yeah. basically from what i can find he uh was scottish first of all and scottish, scottish uh from died freedom. in 1701 born <laughs> 1654 which doesn't oh, he was a, like a year wait so he was like 45 when he died Good math. Yeah. 40. And was he hot? <laughs> um, <laughs> if you like powdered wigs, maybe. Oh, no. Okay, I'm going to Google him. He's giving very Pirates of the Caribbean, if we're being honest. What's his honest. name again? Kid William Kidd? Captain William Kidd, yeah. And he really would have fit into the Pirates of the Caribbean cinematic universe. Oh, yeah. He's like... like not hot. For real. No, he would have been one of the ones you didn't root for, even though he was oh technically... God like a pirate you would be like mm, not my pirate you know can i just say one more thing about another reason why i know of this man what's that so when i was a child i had um i had a, a couple of these books okay they were like books that had like pictures and it was just an information book for kids and okay. i had one on pirates one on vampires one on vikings um just all sorts of like you know crazy mythical things and also real things um and the one that i had on pirates had a whole section of um 
prominent pirates and pirate executions. And <gasps> this picture oh my was God. in it. I love that you were reading picture books with like hangings and executions in them as a child. But like also <laughs> that makes so much sense. <laughs> now you know my mind. Now you no, know where I've been. But I, like, <laughs> wow. I love that Captain Kidd has had a colored history in your life. Like he's yeah, just thought, been thought, through the ages with you. And I thought, what a horrible way to die. Yeah. Well, because it's honestly kind of sad. Like he, well, I don't know how much sorrow I want to give to a, you know, <gasps> Did captain. he kill anybody? Probably. I would say yes. He, Did he pillage? Well, he was, um, they call him a privateer. So I'm pretty sure that's someone Ooh. who's like hired to go do something for like royal like people. Like a mercenary? I think so. Like kind of like a, a pirate, but like on the side of the wealthy, I guess. Got you. Oh, yeah. okay. Got you. So like yes, a, I think, a legal okay. pirate. You know? Okay. Yeah. He was just like, just really like a bootlicker, you know? <gasps> a bootlicker? Yeah, that's what I would say because he was just, <laughs> he was just going where the money was, going for the rich people, you know? A privateer, I mean, that seems like a line on with him. that, you know? I feel like that's so fair though. Like if I was a little skeevy, scurvy little seaman. <laughs> <laughs> You probably would be scurvy. Yeah. I mean, you would ha- definitely have scurvy. Have scurvy. <laughs> Please welcome to the stage. Scurvy. scurvy semen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That would be such a good drag name. There's scurvy a costume. Scurvy semen. Scurvy, scurvy semen. And you're like a, a sea shanty. Drag king. Drag king oh. uh, who like is always wet. Ew. <laughs> hate that part <laughs> you always just look like you just like emerged just from a dip the, in the lake. yeah yeah oh just walked the plank that could be <laughs> what they call their death drops walking the plank <laughs> you better oh. walk that fucking plank. plank oh my god honestly <laughs> like the fucking anitra yes walk that fucking duck You're you better walk, that, walk that fucking plank you scurvy oh little God. semen we could write a whole fucking drag production around this character <laughs> i want somebody to do this like somebody needs uh, to go on drag race RuPaul canada when you need her Somebody go on Drag Race Canada. I'm giving you the opportunity. If you're located in wherever city in Canada, apply to Drag Race Canada as scurvy semen. Be the first drag king on Drag Race Canada. What an and icon. walk that fucking plank. Honestly, what an icon. We just have to do it at this point. <laughs> God, this is like easy money. Right? Oh, and you know what? I feel like that drag persona would have been a great match for Captain Kid. The favorite, what? our favorite semen. Uh, the scurviest of semen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, look at that powdered wig. Come on. Ah. Uh, so, yeah. So, he was a privateer. Um, and he would be, like, hired by different royalty to go do stuff. So one thing he did do, which is why I consider him a bootlicker, is because he was hired to hunt down pirates. <gasps> right? I'm like, so if we were in... If we were in the Pirates of the Caribbean cinematic universe, he would be the bad guy. You know? No. I know. It's just disappointing. But yeah. maybe he would have a character arc, honestly, because he does 
get executed for piracy. Like when he was returning from one of his trips where he, I guess, like didn't succeed, like on his mission, mm-hmm. whatever his mission was. Let me see if I can find mm-hmm. that out. <laughs> yeah. So I guess his, he was looking to find more pirating ships. Like it said, he had to find his targets, which is mm-hmm. like, that's m- ominous. Uh, anyway, oh, yeah. he didn't succeed in this and lost a lot of his crew and faced mutiny, which also love a mutiny. Love a mutiny like, on the bounty. Oh, a little film reference there. Oh, girl, I'm not into the film. They made two of the same movie, and it's really stupid. And, I hate and it's it. called Mutiny, mutiny on, the, on bounty. the Bounty. Yeah. Oh, I'll talk. I'll tell you about it later. It's okay. it's all about white people raping a bunch of local women on an island and then like oh. taking it over and killing each other. It's oh, like awful. terrible. And there's descendants to this day on this island. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> we'll move on. You know, not where I, my mind did not go there with mutiny, but you know what? So a little bit of Fair mutiny enough. for Mr. William. Yeah. And I guess, yeah, it didn't go well for him either. Like, no. you know, he, um, after all this, um, sorry, where was I? No. Oh yeah. So okay. he faced mutiny and then, um, eventually I guess he had his comeback. He was like, fuck those guys i'm gonna show you how good i am and eventually in uh 1698 he was able to like overtake i guess another ship this like big 400 ton ship and uh armenian ship apparently and oh my god kim kardashian (laughs) (laughs) maybe it was called uh the The bbl express kardashian the ss Yeah. (laughs) And, um, yeah, so he, uh, took over the SSBBL and (laughs) (laughs) apparently... No, that's unfair to Armenian people. We love you. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, yeah, like, should not make Kim Kardashian the face of Armenian people. No. Especially not in 1698. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so... um, yeah, the so, Armenian ship came for them. And so the ship was captained by an Englishman. So mm-hmm. I guess because, like, this was, like, an English-adjacent ship, the England, mm-hmm. like, royals got really angry at him and were like, oh he's God. a fucking pirate because he stole our <gasps> ship. And I'm like, I guess by definition, he did steal your ship. That is, Fair. I guess, a very piratey thing to do, you know? And so... <laughs> And so because of this, when he went back uh, to land, he was Mm -hmm. arrested and hanged for piracy, as you knew as a child from your picture book. (laughs) And he was hung in a metal cage. Yeah, girl, that is That's the grossest part. His body was put in a metal cage after he died, and they hung him over the harbor to basically show pirates... Hey, motherfuckers, if you come here and do your little pirate shit, we're going to fucking kill you and hang you from this metal cage. Oh, my God. For your body to decompose and rot. See, I did eaten read by that birds. Part, but, like, damn, that sends a message. Yeah, so, like, like don't be a pirate. Oh, wow. <laughs> don't go, don't go yo-ho-hoing and arring around. Yeah, you know, it's not a, a pirate's life is not for all, I guess. <gasps> A pirate's not, life is not for thee. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the 
yeah, see, I would be in the cage. You know? Honestly, yeah. no, me too. But in my fantasy as a child, I was like, I am Elizabeth Swan. I am a pirate. Oh, fully. I am married to Orlando Bloom, and my life <laughs> is beautiful. Did you, Kate, you can totally cut this out, but have you heard the whole thing about how Katy Perry is a lesbian? Might be a lesbian. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yes. honestly, I'm, I am so hopeful because I <laughs> kissed a girl, literally, and, and it was I like liked it. a game changer for me. <laughs> that music video was, uh, yeah, it was a moment. I right? remember that very, so like, very clearly. <laughs> no disrespect to Orlando Bloom, but like... Maybe they she, have an like, open, I hope she's an a open thing. Are they in an open I, marriage? I don't know, but he's so hot, though. Are they still married? Yeah. Have you? He, there's a picture of his penis. <laughs> in pop. <laughs> there's a picture of his penis. I shouldn't laugh at someone's nudes getting leaked. No, no, that's no. awful. But like, he was naked. He was naked. Um, fucking uh, paddle boarding. Oh, with a schlong out in public. Oh, Mama. was it a nudist beach at least? Well, his wife was clothed. Interesting. Miss Katy Perry. Hold on, Orla- Orlando Bloom penis. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, talking about plot holes in ghost stories. Yeah. Like, I love a ghost story, but then it's like when you start actually reading into it, you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> Like, this is so fucking not real, but right? I want to believe in the whimsy of it. I know. And then it's like, I guess some of the versions could work, but like this one, I guess really doesn't work because it's like, apparently this ghost ship could have been his ship, but it's like, it's just not, it's just, <laughs> it's, it's just, I, I doubt it. I would love yeah. for it to be, but like, I just, I think it's too good to be true, you know? Oh, yeah. Which is so sad, but don't worry, because we have options, you know? The Period. other version of this story is that the ship was actually, uh, what they referred to it as in the source was an immigrant ship. So I guess, like, oh. carrying people, new immigrants, into Quebec. Yeah. Um, so they were headed for Quebec, and it was blown off course and ended up in the strait and was struck by lightning. What the that fuck? Caused, right? I'm like, that is spooky. That's so dramatic. I know. Like, talk about cinematic. Like, that would be a great movie shot. Anyway. Mm-hmm. It's caught by, uh, struck by lightning, caught fire. And again, here's a reoccurring theme, which I am talking about this nonchalantly because, like, we don't know if this really happened or if this is the actual story. But, like, okay. <laughs> apparently everyone died and the ship sank. <gasps> As it was burning, it sank into the water. And it's like, yeah, like, that is really sad. Like, if that is the reason, no wonder there's just, like, a ghost because, like, talk about trauma. Like, holy shit. That's terrifying. Yeah. Like, I would be angry and come back, too. Like. No, literally. You know? So, or just, like, the amount of energy. Like, people talk about, like, like, I feel like I always hear when I hear ghost stories that it's like, oh, it's like the amount of energy that was behind their death is like why they're coming 100%. back and like yeah. leaving that. So it's like, you know, if that is the case, this would make sense of like that much like tragedy all at once of all these people totally. dying in one spot. Like, yeah, like that's yeah. awful. Like literally so, terrible. And that is usually the origins of these stories is that it's like the ship, obvi- well, it's a burning ship. So obviously that's not a good sign. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> doesn't end well. No. Um, so that's another version, is that it could have been a ship going to Quebec uh, that was struck by lightning. 
Or another one. So here we're going to go on a little bit of a tangent because if you remember earlier, um, I had mentioned that we have a bit of a ghost within a ghost, a Russian (gasps) nesting ghost. Oh my God. Where I am honestly, okay. I listen to this podcast and one thing that they always point out is that like every single ghost story has a woman in white. And when I tell you my glee, my pure glee, that my first ghost <laughs> story that I do just so happens to include a woman in white. Is this going to scare me? I don't think so. Because okay. here's the thing. You're not near a, a large body of water. This is not, you're not. The, uh, well, I'm near, I'm near a river. True. But I don't think rivers have islands. Giant ships. <laughs> or giant ships. Giant <laughs> fucking sailboats. When I was a kid, though, there used to be this, like, pirate ship, like, kids In Moody's Bay. Yeah, I went on that. Talk about fucking childhood dreams. We got to be a pirate. Well, I used to, it used to be part of, like, the day camp that I went to in the summer. Oh, my God. What a sick day camp. It was called day tripping, and every day was a field trip. Oh, love that. It was at the community center. That's actually so fun. So you went on a pirate ship with that. Yeah, when I was little, and then as I got older, I was like, this is fucking lame. But <laughs> my grandfather, for his, like, 70th birthday or something, rented it out. <gasps> okay, what an icon, though. I for, love like, just that. for a little bit. Just for a little bit. It was kind of weird, though. Because <laughs> it's, <meant for, laughs> it's meant for kids, but he thought it'd be funny. I, I agree. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> like, I love yeah. that. <laughs> it was so random. It was, like, me and my parents and, like, a bunch of my grandfather's friends were all, like, in their 60s and 70s. Was he, like, in the Marines or something and likes boats? Or was he just no, thought it would he's be funny? Just, he's just a, he was just a very interesting dude. I honestly love that. Like, when I'm 70, I hope we can rent out a pirate ship. <laughs> I think we should. I think if we make it to 70, Maddie, we should, like, fucking rent a yacht. Oh, you know what? I agree. The world's probably going to be all ocean at that point anyway. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. So yeah, you know, I hope this doesn't spook you because I'm like, while it is a lady in white, which can be like a spooky concept. But it's in 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 the sea. Yeah. It's, it's, and it's directly connected to seeing a ghost ship. Okay. I'm going to be fine. I'm going to be fine. Perfect. I wouldn't want to give you nightmares. <laughs> oh, don't worry. With all I'll be these fine. spooks. <laughs> all of these spooks, mama. It's getting crazy over here. Oh, just reverting into the. What is that accent called? Uh, a, trans- a transatlantic. I was going to call it the yeah. North Atlantic, and I was like, that's not correct. Well, it is, isn't it? No. Transatlantic. Transatlantic, because they're transversing yeah. the Atlantic. Yes. Yes. Oh, my. Yes, darling. Okay. <laughs> oh, so, <laughs> the oh, other, another version of this story that comes with its very own woman in white comes from mm-hmm. a town called Picto. Um, and in this region of, like, the story that you hear here, hear here, mm-hmm. is <laughs> that um, a Spanish, or sorry, a Scottish ship uh, was leaving the like Picto Bay in 1773 mm. and mm. was never heard from again. And that's where the ghost ship comes from. Ooh. So 1773, that's a long time ago. Seems spooky. It was a long time ago. You know? Very spooky. And 
lot of Scottish people in Eastern Canada. A lot of Scottish like people. That makes sense, right? Descendants. Sorry, Scottish people. <laughs> We're just packed full of accents tonight, aren't we? <laughs> and I'm really like, I'm, I'm truly sort of Scottish people. Scottish <laughs> people, you're amazing. Scottish people, you're hot. I love a, a nice burly Okay, but like talking Scottish. about Scottish accents, you know what was the biggest like Ma'am. bamboozle of my life? Was finding out mm. that Shrek was like not actually Scottish. <laughs> He's played by Canadian legend Mike Myers. Yeah, and that was a shock to me because I did not know for a while. Yeah. And then yeah. I was like, what a choice. Anyway, just shocking yeah. that Shrek could have been Canadian. You know? What's what's a famous Shrek line? Donkey. <laughs> not expecting you to do the accent and that was so good oh my god girl my time to shine honestly i'm just don't waiting get. for this moment don't get get out of me swamp get out of my swamp you should remix that add a little interlude in picto there's a lot of like names with the name Picto of like different areas. So it gets a little confusing. So yeah. there's Picto County, which is like the part that's like on the actual land. Gotcha. And then there's Picto Island, which is mm. in the Northumberland Strait. So right okay. in prime ghost ship territory. <laughs> and, prime um, ghost real estate. Yeah, ghost literally. ship real estate. Literally, and I guess maybe that's why we have a, an extra addition to this because it's just like, you know, even more in the water because we're on an island, you know? Yeah. And so people on Picto Island claim to have seen a woman in white, um, oh. both along with the ship and sometimes like, oh, this is actually so creepy and I hate, so I'm sorry because I know I said I wasn't going to no, creep you out. No, creep me out. So this island is very small. Um, Sounds very picturesque on one side, sandy beaches, beautiful to the mm-hmm. east, and to the west, very rocky, like not very like good for walking or beaching, right. you know? Um, and a dirt road runs the length of the island, so it's kind of mm-hmm. just like a small little island, one road going through, pretty on one side, rocky on the other, just to give you a right. visual here. Yeah. And... Residents say that after midnight, um, a woman in white would appear in the tree line along the road, which, Ew. to be honest, is such a, ugh, irks me. Like, the, that, because just, like, all the times of, like, driving on quiet roads at night, like, going mm-hmm. to, like, visit my grandparents or something. Yeah. I always would have the fear of, like, oh, what if someone walks out of the woods right now? No, literally. Even, like, in the area where we grew up, um, like, where the airport is. Yeah. Like, those back roads. Oh, literally. Driving at night is so creepy. Is, like, driving to, like, um, like Finley Creek. Yeah. Ooh. At night. Especially when it's the Ooh. open fields and it's just, like, empty. Ooh. I agree. It's so creepy. And, like, it's, silent. Oh, gross. Yeah. yeah. So, Ooh. like, that's, like, just the worst thing possible is having a woman in white walk out of the tree line. Like, ew. Yeah, I would probably cry. That's horrible. Yeah, I would be, like, well, I guess I'm the next ghost here because I'm about to die. Like... <laughs> actually <laughs> literally die like yeah. i'm the next woman in white it's me yeah 
Maybe that's how they happen. You just see a woman in white and then you become a woman in white because uh, you're so you're shit like, scared. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, literally. And so I guess people on this island are just like, she just happens to be there sometimes. Like, they seemed like pretty chill about that fact. And yeah. um, apparently, two fishermen from the island claimed to have seen, um, they were, you know, out one night, docked on the boat, and they claim to have seen both the woman in white and the ship in the same night. So their story is like where this kind of intertwines. Mm. Um, right. And so they had been docked down on the like shoreline and they saw a woman in white coming down from the beach. And apparently her hair was like streaming behind her. Like it was being like blown in the wind, but oh eerily there was no wind that night. <gasps> Ew. Right? And, like, oh, like, how creepy, especially for an area that's typically very, like, windy and, like, wavy. Yeah. So spooky. And, like, again, pulling back <laughs> to how some people said that you'd usually see the ship on calm nights. Right. I guess oh, the calm before the storm, dude. Is that where that comes from? No, it comes from the fact that it is usually pretty calm before a storm. Oh, yeah, I guess. I guess it goes <laughs> the other way. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know just we're, we're making connections <laughs> yeah we're making connections we're still making connections and it was a great connection thank you connection. thank you so much <laughs> um, yeah so in this calm before the storm they saw a woman in white with hair that was being blown by a non-existent yeah. wind yeah. and apparently um she had her arms outstretched and she walked up to the water and just kind of looked out to the water with her arms out, which like literally, even if like that's that. a regular person, like that's terrifying. I don't like it. I don't no, like, it. like that is, there's don't something that. so eerie just about that. Put your and, arms down and, right? and walk away from the sea lady. Yeah. I'm like either way, ghost or regular person. This is alarming. Like, yeah, just no. Ugh. And so apparently these two men, they called out to her because they were like, obviously like same reaction we had like what is this lady doing and she didn't respond so they were like oh my god like is she okay didn't know what to do and so eventually they were just kind of watching her being like what's she gonna do and she starts walking down into the water and so the men run after her because they're like she's gonna drown like you know you have to go help her and they run after and they see her slowly walking into the water and event she just disappears she is like gone they can't find her anymore right before their eyes like they're like watching her go in and she's just gone and as they're standing there like what just happened like she was here and now she's just not they look up and they're looking out on the water line seeing if they can see her and where the woman had been all of a sudden they see a ball of fire fly by and then the burning ship raises up from the water (gasps) no and slowly like floats by and then disappears again how fucking creepy right why is she going to the ship do we know that's so scary that's the thing we don't know and is it like she's an omen to an omen maybe of like Mm. she's a warning that the ship is coming and the ship is warning that a storm is coming or maybe like she was on like the that. ship and she's going back. I don't know. Oh, something about that makes me literally want to cry. <laughs> right? Like, it's so My gross. eyes are watering. And the fact that people, like, see <laughs> her on the road and then these guys see her, like, going out to the water. Like, Ugh. I wonder if maybe she walks, like, so to creepy. the water the whole way and people just see her at different points. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Like, oh, it's so creepy. And that's the no, thing. Like, I know these, like, women in white things is, like, so cliche, but it it really, it's a great spooky story. <laughs> like, it's, a, it's a spooky visual. So just, like, yeah, like, the whole concept <laughs> of women in white actually. Yeah. Like, terrifying. 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 And, yeah, so, like, that was just, like, I kind of loved that little insert from Picto. Like, they really added some flair, you know? They sure did. And they did a double whammy. Right? They were like, we are not just going to have a f- flaming ghost ship. We are also going to have a woman in white because we're yeah, better all than the all of you. Yeah. All the tropes. Yeah. Literally. Like, Zach Bagans would just have, like, <gasps> a wet dream there. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and anyway, so another kind of, like, variation of this, uh, people in New Brunswick often refer to the ship as the John Craig Light um, mm. because obviously it's burning and, yeah. uh, because there was a ship called the John Craig that, sh- uh, sank off of Shippigan Island. I think that's how you say Shippigan. that, which I guess is off the coast of New Brunswick. Uh, and that mm-hmm. happened in the year 1800. So people in New Brunswick think that that's the origin of the ship for them. Like, you know, um, and then people also think that it could have potentially either been, a ship called the Column, which sank in 1838, also off the mm. coast of New Brunswick, or it could be the ghost ship of a ship called the Isabella that mm. was leaving New Brunswick in 1886 and mm. never came back. It was going to South Ooh. America and they never heard from it again. So no oh. one knows what happened to that one. Yeah, and creepy, it was going creepy. through this body of water, right? Ooh. So a lot of options as to where this phantom ship could come from. Of course, mm. no one's ever gotten close enough to actually see it to know what ship it was, so we don't really know. No. Oh, so, fun. going into some, you know, eyewitness accounts, mm-hmm. some first-person retellings okay. told by a third party for <laughs> you, a sixth party. <laughs> Love. So, um... girl i'm sorry you know what i just realized at the beginning i said i don't have a story about the potential first sighting in 1880 well i straight up lied to you because i do have a story (laughs) it's just all the way down here (laughs) the plot thickens uh you know i'm just full of surprises even for myself (laughs) keep them on their toes (laughs) oh my god okay (laughs) So, in 1880, we're back in Picto because they just can't get enough of the spotlight. Hell yeah. Picto. (laughs) Picto, my favorite place. What province is this again? Um, Picto's Nova Scotia, I'm pretty sure. Right. Let me double check that, actually. Where's New Brunswick? I'm pretty sure it's Nova Scotia, but I'm... Picto. Is it Francais? Let's see. Maybe mid them. Yeah, Nova Scotia. Uh, Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia. Yeah, cute. Right? Love so vibes. they're just here for the drama. Mm. So in 1880, um, a ship left Picto heading overseas. But then mm-hmm. later that day, uh, I'm going to hit you with some boating terminology. It became <gasps> yeah. Becalmed, which Woo. also love that. What a like sweet love. word, Becalmed, which basically becalmed. just means there was no wind. And so they couldn't okay. move because it's a sailboat, right? Like, okay. couldn't go anywhere. 
so it was just kind of sitting in the water uh, near Pictou Island. And this didn't really, like, worry people at first, because I guess at that time, yeah, like, if there's no wind, you just wait till the wind picks up again, and then you, you start going, chill. I guess, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. you know, people were just like, whatever, the boat's just there. And then that night, the people from town saw that this three-mast ship was apparently on fire, <laughs> and they were starting to panic, because they're like, oh my god, like, they're stuck, they're not moving, and they're now they're on fire, like, something must have happened, right? Mm-hmm. And so, they assume that this is the same ship that they saw leaving this morning, and so, a local captain, uh, Captain Adam Graham, Ooh. he went out with some locals to go see if they could help these people on this ship, but... Mm-hmm. They never reached the ship because before they could get there, the ship disappeared before <gasps> their very eyes. No. Yeah. And it's actually Ooh. sad. Like they kept looking in the water for like wreckage or survivors or like anything and they couldn't find anything. And so the next day, oh uh, word came in from like the next like town over that the ship that had left the day previously that they thought had burned down had -hmm. been seen going through the strait so it made it through that was not the ship that burnt down damn so this is the first like real sighting that we have of the burning ship oh my god our phantom ship and our lady of the seas yes our ball of flame on the rim of the earth (laughs) Whoa. I think that was the quote. Um, Yo. Yeah, but there's just, like, a lot of different options of stories, like, mm-hmm. and a lot of them are very similar. So I'll give you some mm-hmm. examples of some of the main ones. So another sighting happened in uh, the spring of 1964 in Bruce Bay. When Bruce Bay. I love these names, too. Heston there's... White. Oh, wow. Right? Heston and his wife, who, of course, was not named. She's just the wife. Uh, um, <laughs> apparently, Heston has enough of a name for both of them. Maybe. He, <laughs> they were driving along uh, the bay, and mm-hmm. they saw this flaming ship in the water. And it was like, just giving them like the strangest feeling is what's written here. And I was like, Ooh. I would imagine you'd have a strange feeling if you saw a burning ship. I'd be like, panicked. <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be just like, oh, honey, look. Oh, burning ship. Great. Right? Take a, Quick, take a picture. Okay. Like, this, like, retelling was just so, like, yeah. blasé. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and so the wife, um, again, no name. No, wi- no wife. <laughs> no, <laughs> no wife. No wife. Ghost wife. <laughs> no wife. <laughs> <laughs> She's the lady in white. Oh. Jeez. <sighs> oh, Reconnecting it. So. The wife um, described the ship as a vessel with three masts and the whole Mm. thing seemed to be on fire. It went sailing very fast out towards the strait and then suddenly it wasn't there. I can't Mm. say it went underwater. It just seemed to go to nothing as we watched. So this is a quote from our unnamed wife. Wife. Yeah. Um, Wife of Heston. Yeah. Mrs. Heston wife. Which, you know, I don't know. Um, And yeah, so... (laughs) Oh, I'm just picking beef with Heston. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Bad vibes. I'll steal his wife. Give Ooh. her a name. <laughs> I'll steal your wife <laughs> and give her a name, you. Oh my god. You bloody rat. <laughs> scallion. I'm sorry. 
so stupid, but it's so funny to me right now. <laughs> oh, okay. Is that the word? Scallion? So, That's like an onion. A scallion? Isn't it? Um, you bloody scallywag rat. or something? Scallywags. I said scallion like an onion. Scallion. Like an onion. <laughs> love a scallion, not a scallywag. No, no, but I have to say I do love a, I, I love a green onion. Oh, me too. And so easy to grow. So easy to grow, so delicious, and it adds so much. Anyway, anyway. green onions sponsor us. <laughs> yeah. Just all of them. All of them. All of them. But yeah, so... <laughs> After this sighting, um, about two days later, there was a terrible snowstorm in spring. So, like, definitely an omen, I would say. Like, that's weird. Right? And so, that's one story that we hear. Another story that I was like, talking about small town gossip, like, love, first of all. (laughs) Second of all, we're back in Picto County this time. Oh, my God. Picto, Picto. Right? But more specifically, we're in Cape John. So not Cape in John. like Cipto, Picto Island or Picto like town. We're just right. in the region. Gotcha. And uh, right now we are in 1965, uh, happening on November 26th. So during our nor'easter season, <gasps> you know, giving some nor'easter. maybe some more leeway to this story. Okay, and period. we also have a woman with a name. <gasps> Talk Hell about... Yeah. Yeah, I know, right? Woman with a name. Woman with a name. <laughs> Technically, this passes a Bechdel test because... Fuck yeah, it does. You know, actually, no, we only have one woman oh. named. Sorry, I just have neighbors Shit. or the others. I know, so close, but so far. So uh, we so. Still, she has a name, she has a name. She has it's a name. A so we have Miss Alton Langell. Oh, wait. Whoa. Is that just her husband's name with the Miss in front of it? <gasps> I just realized Alton sounds, maybe I'm just being an assumer, but Alton sounds like a man. Oh, fuck. Does it not? Alton. I don't know. Maybe. I got to find this out. See, I'm just always so thrown off when people are referred to by their husband's name as like Miss Alton. I hate that. You know, and then I'm like, well, that's just her name. But no, it's not. You know what I hate the most at weddings when they go, I now pronounce you Mr. And Mrs. John Smith. Right? I'm like, no, it's, it's, I never pronounce you nothing. My name, motherfucker. And, okay, hold on, I'm looking this up. <laughs> it's, oh, confusing. Both a boy's and a girl's name. Oh, so Meaning, is it Miss, is it Miss or Mrs.? It's M-R-S. I don't know. Does that mean you're married? That's Mrs., yeah. Okay. That means you're yeah. married. So, so that would be her husband's name. Oh, well, we really thought or, we were getting ahead. Uh, well, it really least, could be. Yeah. Maybe they're like Taylor Lautner and his wife, Taylor Lautner. They're, yeah, they're both, both named Alton. Alton. <laughs> 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 but I anyway. Mean, we can only hope. <laughs> we can only hope. <laughs> Either way, Miss um, Langell will just say, uh, she was a self-described skeptic and non-believer. So I feel like Ooh. this is like the reason that people are called reliable witnesses and ghost stories is because they were used yeah. to be a skeptic and then now they're like not. So yeah. I think that gives her some credit, you know? Right. Anyway, <laughs> she says that uh, she saw the ghost ship and mm-hmm. reportedly she was doing housework 
and looked up mm-hmm. and was just shocked to see a ship on fire sailing down the street because she lived on the the coast. And on the street? Straight. Like the oh. <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely thought you said street at first. I was like, wait a minute. What? It's like a parade of flaming boats. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> that would have been a shock. Like, yeah. <laughs> I would have been ter- I would have been like, I'm probably going to die right now because this is oh, a fucking hallucination. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, yeah. yeah so she so saw the boat. She was shocked the fuck out. for every yeah. right to be. And yeah. So she grabbed the phone on the wall and uh, she called some of her neighbors and was like, hey, like, are you seeing this? Like people who also Mm -hmm. lived along the shore. And she was like, oh, my God, like you got to look at this ship. And so all these neighbors gathered outside of their homes and watched Mm -hmm. the ship together. And they they all all saw saw it. it. Yeah. (gasps) And so all these people say that they saw this flaming ship going through through the street. And they all looked on as it just disappeared right in front of their eyes back into the water. Yeah. And some people like describe it as just like vanishing. Others say it kind of like went into the water sort of thing. But either way, it disappears in front of their eyes. Um, And then it gets better because two (gasps) nights later, she sees the ship again. (gasps) It makes a reappearance. And she says, same kind of thing happened. She's just in her house, looks out the window and sees this burning ship. And calls uh, her neighbors and is like, hey, get back out back. there. We got some more She's ship back, on back, the go. back again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And this time, because I guess the gossip had already been churning about this previous mm-hmm. sighting. And so people are ready to fucking go. And hundreds <laughs> of people end up watching <laughs> this ship. Holy hundreds, shit. it said. I was like, this, like, this no, has that's to be actually proof, crazy. Right? Yeah, like, that's, that's crazy. crazy. And yeah. so hundreds of people watch this ship apparently for like half an hour. And then, it, it, yeah, just watch it for like half an hour. Wow, that's crazy. Right? I was like, that's actually wild. And then eventually huh. it just faded out of existence, just leaving only darkness. Mm. And I was like, damn, that's mm. wild. But we're going to circle back to that after because <gasps> I have a theory. <laughs> oh. I have my theory of like, not to be a skeptic, but if we're going to have a real like non-ghost related explanation i do have one that i favor you know shit okay we'll get there and so the last kind of uh you know big story i have for you here Mm -hmm. uh comes from our good friend roland h sherwood the one and only author of my new favorite book uh, gotta shout him out the ghost ship of the Northumberland Strait. Yeah, hey, get right to the point. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> our main man, he also has had experiences with the ghost ship. No. He claims that he's seen the ship twice once alone oh my God. and once with a friend who, again, oh, to give him some credibility, was a staunch skeptic, the friend. Staunch. Staunch. Like, there was like six paragraphs about how fucking skeptical this guy was. Just to see this is a, you know, if he believes it, we should all believe it. So, I'm just going to tell you about the second sighting because the first sighting, he's like the author himself was just like, I don't expect you to believe me if I saw it on my own. And I was like, okay, Mm -hmm. sir. Fair enough. Yeah, you know, I respect that. I respect Um, the hustle. 
So he says the second sighting happened. Uh, mm-hmm. Him and his friend were driving home from a work shift at around 1 a.m. Okay. And his friend, who uh, was driving the car, was, like, not really paying attention to the water, obviously. He's looking at the road. But our good friend Sherwood is in the passenger seat, just staring out at the sea. Rolly. Rolling. He's just rolling along, Rolly. looking out the window. Rowled. And he notices a light moving across the water. And he's like, oh, that's weird. Like, he's like, I thought it was a lighthouse, but lighthouses don't move do they (gasps) they do not so not a lighthouse we would assume and his friend was like dude it's just a lighthouse but again even though you're a skeptic you can't say lighthouses move and so his friend was like yeah that's pretty strange but i don't know what to tell you i didn't Mm -hmm. i don't know and then just when he thought he wasn't going to get his little skeptical friend, he sees it again. And this time, <gasps> instead of just being a little light moving around, it fully forms into this vessel, this no ship, way. this flaming no way. phantom ghost ship. Oh. And so he yells at his friend. He's like, look, look. And they stop the car and they're watching this thing. And they try to drive around to another spot to get a better look. And when they get out of the car again, it's gone. No. Into the night. Uh. I know. Oh, so just a little bit like, uh, you know, I don't know if we can trust a skeptical friend. Mm, We'll see. I don't know. This is an interesting development. (laughs) Right. And then I'm like his whole book about the ghost ship. I'm like, Mm -hmm. buddy, this better not be a little bit of projecting, you know, (gasps) we better be getting the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Not Ra- you know, don't come for Rowley like no, that. Okay? I know. I gotta give him the benefit of the doubt. Like you read his book. Yeah, very well written. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But, so, what are your theories? I well, want to know your theories. I will tell you some of our possible explanations. Mm-hmm. My favorite. I'll start with my favorite. Okay. Is a type of optical illusion and. I have a video I can show you if you want. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, a crescent moon mm-hmm. of like when that lunar phase, I guess. I don't know much about moons. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> when there's a crescent moon setting on the horizon, especially mm-hmm. over water, oftentimes it'll be like really bright orange. And when it's setting oh. at a certain point, it becomes like a triangular shape because oh half of it's already like you know that seems very plausible to me right and i there's a video that was linked in one of these articles and it literally is like so convincing and then the fact that there was like all those people in uh that story watching it for like half an hour i'm like mm. you can watch a a moon rise or whatever you call it for that would take a while i would imagine you know and yeah, yeah. and so i was like damn like and, like, I don't know. I know the moon has a lot to do with the tides, so maybe that oh, would impact, 100%. like, storms and stuff, too. Like, yeah. You know? So I'm going to try and see if I can find that video again for you. But if you just look wow. up crescent moon burning ship, yeah, uh, you'll see what I mean. It's like a triangle. Yeah. Like, literally. Yeah, it, so I it get it. So it is, like, a convincing argument, I would say. I, I think so. I, I wouldn't, yeah. I mean, if you're like, if it's really far away 
and you're hoping to see a burning ship. And you've you heard might those say, stories your whole life. Yeah. Yeah. You might say, that's a burning ship. Right? And like... And nothing more. I know there's nothing people love more than a little drama to have a tale to tell. And I'm not saying that they are to like... spin. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I love a little, a little tale of like... Yeah. You know, like if you think you saw a burning ship, you better tell me. Tell me. me. I want to know. Me. You know? I'm all but in that shit. It very likely could have just been a crescent moon and I would be just as happy with that. You know? That's I get okay. it. But that is one of the possible like non-ghostly related explanations. Okay. Another possible thing, which I couldn't find photo evidence of, but... <laughs> I don't know how promising it is. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, there is a lot of, like, submarine coal beds in this area and, like, natural gases under, like, the ocean floor. And so, apparently, like, if these break through the ocean bed and come up, they can, like, come through the waters and, like, there's some type of reaction that can create light and, like, might make this kind of illusion. But I'm, like... I didn't really find much more info on that, so I'm not 100% sure. I don't know if it's my favorite explanation. Hmm. Um, another possible thing is phospho... I can never say this. Phosphophorescence? <laughs> Phosphor- phosphophorescence? Phosphorescence? 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 Yeah, something like that. Phosphate? Phosph- I don't know. Yeah, phosphorescence, oh. I think it's called. <laughs> you good? Yeah. <laughs> Man down. <laughs> yeah so phosphorescence is another uh explanation and so Mm -hmm. this is a natural phenomenon uh when radiation energy is released from one state Mm -hmm. to another causing light emission just a little science lesson for us it's it's giving oppenheimer right but like not that type of radiation like the radiation that's just like all around us i'm just saying you're you're just so sciencey You're you're giving me Oppenheimer. Apparently, there is this, like, phytoplankton that uses Mm. this, like, phosphorescence, Mm. like, technique, I guess, to create light. So it's, like, at night, these phytoplankton blooms glow like a turquoise, like, bright light color. And apparently it's bright enough it can be seen from space. And these, Yeah, like, it's actually, like, bright. Like, it's it's fully lit. And apparently this has, like, been seen in Atlantic Canada. Um, Mm. So it is possible that this could have been Mm -hmm. some of it. But my little qualm with this (laughs) is it says these phytoplankton make turquoise, like, light in the water. And this is an orange. I was going to say, isn't it supposed to be, how can we mistake turquoise plankton for fiery three-mast ship Like, is burning everyone in colorblind in eastern Canada? I don't <laughs> think so. We're not going to set that new... Uh, st- <laughs> I was going to say steroid, and I meant to say stereotype. <laughs> no one's taking my steroid away from me. <laughs> oh, my. Uh-uh-uh. <sighs> yeah, you can tell I'm, like, just breathing is hard. <laughs> You're good. You're you're doing so well. So well. Thanks. So, yeah. So that's my issue with this theory. Colors ain't matching. I think a lot of these theories are kind of interesting, though, because how can you mistake a crescent moon plankton or 
or, or, you know, submarine explosions for a three-mast ship burning. Right, right. That's so specific. Especially the ones where they're like, I heard cannon fire, or I heard people screaming. Like, yeah, it's like, what? Moons don't scream, you know? Moon <laughs> <laughs> doesn't fucking scream. Yeah, like, get real. Plankton don't on, scream. I, I would hope not. That would be terrifying. <laughs> a chorus of them uh, well I guess if it was like it's just a lot of animals make noise maybe that wouldn't be weird but yeah um, basically like the other kind of I guess overall like general understanding of people who are like this isn't real this is just mm-hmm. yada 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 is mm-hmm. that it's just like folklore and yeah this kind of makes it sound like fishermen are just like making shit up but like <laughs> basically just saying that like the, the quote i can't i don't have the exact quote here but it was something like fishermen have been known to tell tales of the sea and it was like mm. are you just saying that they're <laughs> just stirring shit i guess but honestly i would too if i was out at sea all the time and i got back and people were like how was how was you know how was your out at sea adventure like, be like boring as fuck and you were like i gotta like, tell them something good you wouldn't believe it i saw people burning in the distance and screaming you wouldn't believe it it was crazy yeah you would love it out here (laughs) (laughs) but yeah so like people are like well i guess you know people who live on coastal areas usually i like i guess there's a common trope of a ghost ship in any coastal region you know Well, yeah and i've heard about them in like the uk as well yeah so i think it's like at a certain point it becomes almost like inevitable that if you're going to be having like enough people along a coastline for long enough mm-hmm. someone's going to start some type of ghost ship story oh 100% people know? are probably drunk as fuck right that's drunk the other as fuck thing. seeing the moon and going is that a burning ship like no you're <laughs> just a drunk seaman just yes scurvy seaman got too to drunk. bring us back to bring us and <laughs> invented a ghost ship and you know what? I love her for it. Yeah. And that's her journey. Yeah. And like, at the, you know, at the end of the day, we still have like creepy pasta and like all that stuff where people just make shit up because it's scary pasta. and it's fun, you know? Yeah. People just like being scared. And I think that's 100%. like 100% part of it too, you know? Which 100%. I fully support. You know, I don't think there's any harm in that, having a little sometimes, fun. Sometimes you need a good spook. A good little spook, yeah. A spookity-ookity-dookie. And, like, especially before, like, internet, people yeah. were probably so bored. Yeah. You know? So, I, yeah, I think that's part of it, too. Um, 100%. And, basically, it could be a lot of things. I would like to think it's actually a ghost ship, but then oh, again, it's like... That just means there was some tragedy. So I'm like, maybe it's better. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I guess at the end of the day, we'll never really know unless we go and see it for ourselves. <gasps> dun, <You know>? dun. <laughs> so, da, the drunken sailor. Da, da, the drunken sailor. I did want to end us off. I'm oh, okay. kind of wrapping up here. <laughs> no, um, I was like going into the outro, my own outro song. <laughs> oh, no. Okay, well, you'll have no, to no. get it up again. Whenever I you're will. like, oh, Maddie, stop talking. Just start singing that, and I'll be like, okay, that's my time. <laughs> <laughs> Drunken sailor. No, no, no. <laughs> you, you finished your last point. But 
maybe this will be anticlimactic, but I thought it was really fun. Oh. <laughs> um, in 2017, the Canada Post released a line of haunted Canada-themed stamps. Are you, Did you kidding know this? me? I'm not no, I didn't you. know this. They released That's incredible. Themed stamps and what? our girl, the Phantom Shimp of the Northumberland <gasps> Strait, she, she got her own stamp. Period. Right. Period. And it's on fire and everything. Not the stamp. The boat in the stamp. But you oh. know what I mean. <laughs> we, we will mail you a flaming Burning stamp. <laughs> We're just gonna set your mailbox on fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I was like, I love that. That like I had never heard of this, and apparently, like. She has her own stamp and everything. Oh my god, I love so, that. If the Canada Post thinks it's real, I think it's real. Because I respect our postal wow, service. <laughs> I respect <laughs> the people who serve my country. I will die on that bridge and I will help the postal service cross that bridge. <laughs> I was gonna say, is don't we not like Canada Post can be sometimes pretty bad. Um, I don't really actually know a lot about the Postal Service. I just mm. appreciate that it exists. No, I appreciate (laughs) that they ship me things. Thank you, Canada Post, and thank you for having so many locations all over um, pharmacies and drugstores. But also, like, let's not overwork people and give people a living wage. Let's give people... Period. Yes. Okay, let's stop the (laughs) socialist conversation. (laughs) Oh, my God. But, yeah. So... Our <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm like oh. Okay. We we're on the home stretch here. Home stretch. Just gonna wrap it up, you know, a little cute little bow on the end. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I think I'm just so happy I got to share that with you. I feel like I'm we covered so, so much territory. This was so good. I feel like this is just a great start to my spooky season, you know? This was so great. I have to say, I love ghost ships. I love that you picked this. I love that it was a surprise, and I was so excited when you, when you as soon I'm as you so started glad. reading the, the first quote, I was like, it's a fucking ghost ship, and I'm so fucking excited. <laughs> oh, you know, I feel like just a great way to set the stage for a good spooky fall. season. Yeah, yeah. we're going we're gonna to live it up, baby. <laughs> And maybe see a ghost ship. I would hope so. Yeah, we'll just have to go to sea. Uh, go to the river. <laughs> Down maybe, to the river. Maybe we'll see a lady in white. <gasps> oh, no, I wouldn't want that. No, I would not. sooner see a ghost ship than a lady in white. I yeah, would, because, I would you die. Know, a ghost ship is far away. That's, I guess, by definition. And it's a, a ship. I'm not, I'm, yeah, she could come right no. to you. No, thank and you. And I don't want that. No, thank no. you. No. Uh-uh. But yeah, thank you for going along on that journey with me. That was so fun. Thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to keep up with us on social media, you can follow us on Instagram at the magical mystery pod. For more details, check out the description until next time.